dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm Joe Lopez, and with me is my co-dad, Jared Shizmanski, and Jordan and Josh Samborn. How is everybody doing? Yay, special guest day! <laughs> are we the first special guest? Yes. You are. I'm doing way good. We're right doing now. super good. <laughs> awesome. Super good. So Jordan actually created our logo and it's absolutely amazing. Thank you. You knocked knocked it out of the park. First try. It was it's so, so fun good. to do. <laughs> it was awesome. I, I was blown away. Yeah, I really love the uh the lavender background on it. I was like, I didn't think that I I would, but I love it. I thought something needed to pop, and I was like, this will be eye-catching, so let's slap it on there and see what they think. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part's how well you captured our Hawaiian shirts, because we, uh, I, I don't know if, if you know the background, but Joe and I have a long storied history with Hawaiian shirts, and uh, we, <laughs> so we needed, like, we, we were like, all right, if we're going to do this logo, it's got to have Hawaiian shirts, we have to be wearing them, and I was, I was a little bit mm-hmm. worried when I was like, well, if we're going to do cartoons, like, I don't know how well that's going to turn out. And it turned out phenomenal. So that, that was my favorite part. Well, thank well, you. Yeah. She's going to have to redo it because you've had your kid now. So that's true. Yeah, kids we got to put the babe in there. He does have mm-hmm. a Hawaiian uh, onesie. So with the Hawaiian <laughs> prints on it. So I made that's, sure. Oh, that, that would be good. Even better. That would be good. Josh, what did you do for the logo? Um, I helped buy the iPad that she made it on. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That, that's about it. <laughs> True dad credit right there. I guess it counts. Yeah. <laughs> I paid for the electricity bill that powered the iPad <laughs> that that helped me helped create true dad true dad uh, reasons. Powered the charge. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Happy to do it. Um. So, how has everything been going with you guys? How's uh How's Charlie? Charlie is good. He's like. In the twerking stage of crawling, where he'll get, like get on all fours and kind of just like rock back and forth, but like uh-huh. doesn't know if he should go forward or not. Well, we've also found that, like, because we don't have carpet in the majority of our house, like that's why he still army crawls around. As soon as he's on carpet long enough, he'll actually start crawling. Yeah, but, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm twer- actually a little twer- bit worried twer- about that too. I uh, our whole our whole house is like wood floor. And I was thinking about that the other day. It's funny you said that. I was thinking about like, yep. hey, when he like wants to crawl, is he just gonna crawl on the wood floor and the tile, or is he just gonna stick to the rugs? Yeah. Well, so he'll start crawling on the rugs, and then as soon as he gets on the tile, he'll go down to all fours. I feel crawl, bad because like his he's like he pushes with his right foot, and like the the front side of his toe has like a permanent like burn mark where he's just <laughs> oh, like. Oh jeez rubbing against everything and it's like a like callousing basically because he just pushes with that foot it's like okay use your other leg but no <laughs> poor guy have you uh well wait till they start standing up and then they're in socks cora like she can keep her balance in socks but when it first happened she was slipping all over the place oh geez yeah he tries to pull himself up and then he just like lets go and just falls backwards so we're like if we see him trying to stand on the side of the couch or anything, we're like throwing pillows behind him to try and like <laughs> catch his fall. He smacked his head so many times and it's like the loudest thud. You you, you think that like it, it, the worst has just happened, but then like 30 seconds later, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, how, they, uh, uh, tell me how old Charlie is. 
Eight months. Eight, eight months. I love the just the the different stages that the three of us are in. I mean, like semi newborn, eight months, and Core is almost a year, right? She'll be a year in yep. two weeks, three weeks. A, That's crazy. Yep. I know she's walking all over the place. She's currently screaming because I think that she's tired. She's got. She's about ready to go down for bed. Um, but yeah, she's walking all over the place. We just put shoes on her, Ooh. and. <laughs> So you ever see those videos of like dogs who have shoes on and they like pick up their legs? I was literally just about to ask you if it was con- comparable to that. That was the first thing I pictured yeah. in my mind. Yeah. So she like really lift her leg up, you know, that first time. High knees. She's and getting ready for football practice. High knees. Oh my god. Exactly. Gosh. And so the first first time we put them on, she was fine. And then on Saturday. We put them on, and uh, I set her on the on the ground, and she just like froze, and she didn't know what to do. So she kicked her right leg out and like moved it out, and then just stayed frozen and didn't move her left leg at all, <laughs> and then just kept moving the right leg as she like almost did the splits. <laughs> so this is really important. What was her first pair of shoes? Uh, my sister got her some Jack Skellington Vans. Of course. Oh, that's of course. perfect. That fits, yeah. that fits the mold really well. Yeah. My old fits boss. Fits the mold, fits the month. That's yeah. perfect. My exactly. old boss was a sneakerhead, and uh, his son, so he had his son uh, a month and a half before we had ours. And uh, I think by the time his kid was born, he already had more pairs of shoes than I did. He had like six pairs Dirty. of Jordans. Wow. Like this newborn that's not even born had six pairs of Jordans. Like, that's nuts. Wow. That was the thing uh, I used to do for, like, my friends' baby showers. I would buy their babies their first pair of Jordans because my name was Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. That's really cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so with Charlie, I mean, Charlie kind of blew past Cora in some aspects. Well, I think Cora just fell behind, like, as far as, like, teeth. Wise, she's finally getting one tooth, and then her second tooth is popping through. How many teeth does Charlie have now? He has two, and then uh, his gums at the top are starting to break. Mm. But the bottom wow. two have completely came through. Yeah. Has has he like taken a bite yet? Has he has he gotten a hold of your skin? Oh yeah, he grabs my shirt all the time, and the, the first time he did it, he like pinched my skin a little bit, and I was like, okay, that's. That's <laughs> we're done with that. Oof. And he so like when he was first starting to like to teeth and like gnaw and stuff too, he would try to do it to like my chin or anybody's like face. Mm-hmm. And uh there's a few times where he's tried to do that and it's like, no dude, you have two teeth on the bottom, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Rough. Um now Josh and I have kind of talked about this before, but Jared does uh does he grab your beard at all? Uh, like while you're sleeping? No. Uh, he doesn't really... Uh, he doesn't really grab much right now except like fingers. Like if I you guess, put yeah. your finger in his palm, he'll he'll close on it. Um, but mm-hmm. what he will do is poke you in the eye. So that's his favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> So he won't he won't grab your beard, but he he definitely will reach up and just jab you right in the eye. Cool. That's funny. That's... Man, that's great. His fingernails were so long too. It was um, it was rough. 
I was so nervous to cut Charlie's the first time. Oh, really? Like, I'm pretty sure I was shaking when it was happening. We cheated. Katie's mom cut uh, Ben's for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a scary process. I've only done it once. In the eight months he's been, well, I've only done it one time. It's scary. That was because he was, he was sleeping, and they were crazy long. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and we've all cut our fingers, fingernails like too short, right? So, I, I mean, it's scary to think yes. about trying to trying to cut it the right length and you don't want to do it too, you know, too short and you want to make sure it's the right. I mean, that's, it's nerve wracking. The things, the things you don't think about until you're a parent, like, Hey, how am I going to cut my kid's fingernails? <laughs> yeah. the, the fingernails are so long in comparison, but there's really not a whole lot of nail to cut. So yeah, you're, you're definitely cautious of overcutting. Yeah. I, uh, I have not cut Cora's nails yet. I am too scared. So, you know, Cool. We love having you guys on, and we, we're we're so happy we could have guests. And the reason we wanted you guys on uh, this week, and, and really to talk about, you know, Joe and I have kind of both gone through our different uh, experiences going through birth, but uh, and while they're wildly different, um, you guys actually had a much different experience than than most people. So really, what what we wanted to to get you on to talk about is just kind of your experience, just having Charlie and and what that was like for you guys and and what you went through. So if you don't mind, just kind of walking us through what happened. Yeah, it was a, a crazy start. We'll say that uh, we I started going through labor <laughs> at like four a.m. on a Sunday. I don't it was super super early. And I was like, they tell you to wait an hour till you have like those five minute, you know, five minute mm-hmm. contraction type things. Like make sure you call the nurse to make sure that's what's actually happening. And so I looked at Josh and I had been pacing like upstairs in our bedroom for almost an hour. And I was like, okay, I, I really think it's time to go. Like they were timing like three minutes apart. So we're like, all right, let's go. We packed three everything. Minutes. It was fluctuating. So like most of them mm-hmm. were three, but then yeah. it was like five. And then that's there was another me. one that was like two minutes. Yeah, that's what caught me off guard is I was, Katie and I were looking for five minutes and one was like three and a half and the next was seven. I was like, I, I, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we actually packed up the car, like got loaded and then we were probably like 15 minutes on, like, like away from the hospital. And I was like, well, let's just call the nurse because they had kind of like died down when I was sitting in the car. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just call them. And she's like, how long are they? You know, how far apart are they? What are you experiencing? How are you feeling? And she's like, yeah, just come in. We'll check you. So like, okay, cool. Great. So we get into the hospital. Um, We had a midwife actually come and check us into like the triage or whatever. And um, so your hospital provided a midwife for you guys? That's what she called herself. Well, she was so it wasn't our doctor or anything like that. She was just the one that was on call. Like, oh, okay. to do like the whole first thing. So we kind of, I mean, I hate to say it, and hopefully this woman is not listening, but she was kind of just like we we got stuck with her basically. Mm, she, <laughs> she was well. Not. The other challenge, like when we got there, and uh, our doctor, uh, what was her name? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, our doctor yeah. told us that this could be an issue is that they were switching their technology from like one platform to another. Um, so mm-hmm. like just if you guys go in this weekend, be ready for it. So we went and it took us like an hour and a half just to see that midwife a second time because they didn't like their technology was garbage at that point. They didn't know how to they didn't know where we were at basically. So oh, the, the second time she came through it was like She's like, oh, are you guys are still here? 
yeah, you didn't fucking tell us to do anything. Yeah. So she <laughs> she's doing the full exam because I'm like I'm having contractions, and she they do the the test to see like the you know how far along you are like dilation wise, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, you're not really dilated any, but and I was like, okay, but you know these contractions are still happening, and they're you know they're they're very close together, like something's going mm-hmm. on, and. So they did like a scan first and I, the, what they looked for was to see um, how much liquid was around baby and they mm-hmm, checked like sure. four quadrants to see that. And uh, she was saying, well, you know, technically there's not really anything around him, which would, you know, they would assume that my water had broke, mm-hmm. which wasn't really the case. There was never like a gross thing dads probably don't want to hear but like a rush of fluid anywhere (laughs) (laughs) like that didn't happen so you're like okay well you know i don't i don't think that happened so then they had to do like a like an internal swab type thing to see under and like they checked it under a microscope and she's like yeah okay like there's no fluid in there so you know you're going to be admitted so we're like okay great Mm -hmm. you know contractions are still happening we finally got into a room i think like two and a half hours later yeah. And then wow. labor just started progressing from there. It was kind of kind of fast at first. Yeah, from and there, then like everything was going good, we thought. Our nurse was amazing. She was talking us through everything. Mm-hmm. She really didn't leave our bedside the whole time. She uh we didn't do the epidural right away. We did the the nitrous. Mm-hmm. That was lovely. Yeah, yeah. the nitrous was <laughs> Yeah, we we didn't get offered nitrous. Katie was really hoping we would. Josh tried. He like tried to talk her into it like three different times. She's like, "Sir, I really can't." Like they signed waivers and everything. I think I was gonna sneak some because that looked like a good time. <laughs> hey, dads, dads need it. You know, too. People forget that it's stressful for both. A little yeah. bit oh, more stressful. Sure. A little bit more stressful for moms, but I mean, it's stressful for both. <laughs> yeah. So after all that nitrous stuff, then uh, I don't know how many hours into it you went the epidural route. So, yeah, Charlie was, they were, they came and checked me again and things weren't progressing. His heart rate kept going down, which happens during contractions. But right Mm -hmm. after your contraction ends, technically it's supposed to jump back up and his wasn't like they couldn't find him. Yeah, that same um, thing happened with Ben. Uh, Super, super scary. Like terrifying. And Mm -hmm. they would all just come like rushing into the room. There's like four people that came pouring in like, is everything okay? Like we need to move you. Let's rotate you on the side. Um, I think that part of labor, like the rotation, like every 30 minutes they were coming to rotate me to kind of mm-hmm. check on him. And that was just cause he didn't like, like he wouldn't let you sit in a, a, like certain, a certain position, position. for long enough. Yeah. Like you'd get comfortable and then he'd be like, nope, fuck this. We're not comfortable. And then he'd have to make it. Yeah. Move. See, so Kate, they came Katie, back had in. The, Katie had the opposite actually, where they put her on her hands and knees and didn't move her because that was the only position he liked. I think it got to that for us at one point, yeah, but then right. it, it yeah. like out, out of nowhere, he was at like a negative two and then he dropped down basically like into my pelvis and I felt every bit of that. And it was just the most Ooh. excruciating pain. I looked at Josh and I had like, I told him, I was like, I'm cha- like channeling Kayla right now. And she's like, just get the epidural, just do it. Mm-hmm. It's so worth it. Just just do it. <laughs> so I was right. kind of in tears because, like, obviously that was super freaking painful. But they came, gave me the epidural, and then um, couldn't find him again. Like a couple hours later, he wasn't progressing any. So then a whole rush of doctors came well, let's in. Let's back up a second because all kind of within the middle of this, our our nurse changed because they went seven thirty mm-hmm. to seven thirty. So mm-hmm. we had used up the first nurse. 
second nurse came through and then like all of a sudden it was like hey you guys are having a c-section and then we were like wait we've never had this conversation with anybody like we don't want to go this route like this isn't this isn't what is supposed to be happening. So it was like, and it was really that sudden, like out of nowhere, like eight people came in. They're like, okay, like we have everything prepped. They brought in like all of this gear. Like, like it they- wasn't a conversation. It was just like, <laughs> this is what we're doing. And then I was like, hold on. Like, let's have, like, what are you guys oh talking about? I was wow. in tears. Yeah. Like, just like, what is happening? I think it was like 4am at this point again. So like we hadn't slept since we had been checked into the hospital other than like a quick, like, 10 minute nap mm-hmm. and yeah a lot of things were happening so then a, one of the doctors came in they talked to us about it they're like okay well his not his levels are back everything looks normal again so we'll let's just see how things go this next like you know next hour or so and everything was good contractions were happening they slowed those for a little while with pitocin or not pitocin something yeah, it is. Um, they used some drug to slow my contractions to kind of get him back to where he was comfortable yeah, they are uh, very similar to what what we had to go through as well. Um, yeah, with the uh, the contractions, they uh they were cutting off his heart rate, right? So they they slowed it down for a little while. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, so, so how long um how long were you in there before like they rushed in and said, you know, we're having the C section? Well, so that was the, the one, what I just time? mentioned. That was the first yeah, time they were like, yeah, we're doing a C section, uh, and then we went back to. We're gonna try it normal. Right. That was like, that was like twelve hours because it was like Holy four o'clock that we because we had checked in at four or I'm sorry five a.m. that morning, and then that. Yeah, we went in Sunday morning. We didn't have until Tuesday. Yeah. So that one like Monday or whatever it was, it was for so Monday morning twelve hours that we had been waiting there first, and then the whole another doctor shift change happened. He still wasn't here. Yeah, we were on our third nurse Labor before. Was still so going 30, on. It wasn't 36 hours. That's too long. I don't fucking know. <laughs> At the end of the day, what you guys want to hear is the actual C-section. And Long story short, they came back in. My, my actual doctor that I had for all my appointments and everything came in and she was like, hey, this is what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I want you to try and push for an hour. I try no. and, and pushed for an hour. And nothing was progressing. Like, it just, my body, like, she could just tell my body was getting tired, no sleep, no yeah. food, all of that stuff. So was, then, like, was uh, it comforting, like, having your doctor there to tell you that? It was because she's more of like a, like a realist, I think. And that's kind of why I picked her for some of my appointments because I'm a person that kind of just needs it, like, straight up. Like, what's mm-hmm. happening? This is, these are your options. Like, Let's just go. And she she kind of just made the executive decision like a lot quicker where everyone was kind of him hauling around and like, what do we, right. what do you want to do? I, like, I don't know. You're the doctor. Like, yeah. Tell me what we're supposed to do. She came in and was just like straight faced to me. Like, this is what we're going to do. Josh is going to wear a gown. Everybody's going back. Um, we have the room prepped for you. And at this point, I think there was like 15 people in the room. So many. Like, ready to just do their own like little station type thing and <laughs> yeah so tell them about how it was when you got in there because i wasn't i couldn't be in there for that until everything was like sterilized and whatnot oh so they prepped me got josh in like a gown i'm all you know strapped up basically my arms were just at my side for this at this point they mm-hmm. push us like push us back to this like secluded room josh is Surgery. like sitting on a bench and then um 
they're like, okay, we're going to lift you from the table. And they put me at this point, we're in the back, like surgical area. Everything's all sterile. People are in masks, goggles, and just like full bodysuit gear to, you know, deliver this baby. Right. And uh, it was like not chilly in there, but I, I started getting like the shakes. So like, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're going to start feeling a little bit like you're going to lose feeling down here. Everything's good. And then he, you know, one of the doctors is like, Jordan, let me know if you can feel this. And he's, he was like scratching my knee and then scratching my stomach. And then he's like, okay, when I get to your, like your ribs, you might feel, you know, you might feel it a little bit, but just let us know. And I couldn't feel anything. Wow. So I think that's the point where they brought Josh in. Yeah. So when I get in there, um, her arms are like tied down oh yeah like with, strapped to the yeah. sides you can't move them or lift them and then they put oh. like these weird like fluffy airbags over my arms and that's mm. just to pump like heat into my in like in just into my arms i guess so i don't mm. get cold and then the anesthesiologist is sitting at the back of my like the top of my head kind of just like talking me through things i'm just like looking up and i'm shaking like i you have the labor shakes when you get into mm-hmm. there yeah it's like one of the things like no one ever prepares you for um right but i was just constantly shaking and they're like jordan tried to stop shaking your foot and i was like i have no idea that i'm shaking my foot like <laughs> i'm not controlling I'm so this i swear right now. <laughs> i'm not doing it i promise and <laughs> the anesthesiologist he was super nice like you're okay like kind of asking me about just how everything's going just trying to make small talk and he i'm just too nice. i'm like can we can we not do this right now please <laughs> so then i walk back there and we we watch a lot of TV shows that are like ER related. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, like. Grey's Anatomy. We watched uh, The Resident. Like just a lot of shows. So I'm like, I, right. I know what I'm walking sure. into. Like I, I'm not going to be freaked <laughs> out by all the people and like all the different Blood, stuff. Like, Trust yeah. me, I've seen this on TV. I know how this yeah, goes. I've been here before. You know, I could take this baby out if I had. <laughs> but then you get in there and it's just like surreal. Like there's twice as many people as you thought there was going to be like it's it's a smaller room for how many people that are in there so i just go right to where i'm supposed to go well, i can't sit see down. anything either like they put up that shield right yeah. away too so i can't see anything other than like the ceiling lights mm-hmm. and like the equipment that's around my head basically so i sit down next to her and i'm just like trying to make her comfortable and like i can't really hold her hand or anything because it's all like tied down and it's just awkward so i'm right. just like there, right. just sitting there the presence of there and the guy, the anesthesiologist, is like, yeah. When it comes time, like, are you gonna want to watch? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if there's more into this story. I probably blacked out for some of this here, but then it got to the point where it was like, hey, it's time. He's gonna be pulled out if you want to watch. So I stood up and I realized my legs were jello, and I don't know how long I had been sitting there at that point. <laughs> um, so I, I'm watching this and. Actually, before this, is this surgery when... felt like it was like three hours, and it I think it lasted maybe forty five minutes. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. So they are moving things around, and they pull something else out. Right? What, what well, did we decide that they, they got Charlie? They out? He's crying. They have him like moved over, and they had found. Um... No, they pulled something else out of you first. Oh, I didn't know that. They pulled. They, so they pulled an organ. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's very common. They always do that. Something's in the way. They move it. They put it on her mm-hmm. stomach. Um, in, in my first time seeing this, I'm like, what the fuck well, did you just pull Charlie's out? Charlie's out. Right? Charlie's good. Charlie's breathing. Charlie's crying. And I'm trying to get Josh to go look at him. And he's not even, he's just like straight faced. And I'm like, Josh, what's wrong? And he's not saying anything. He's silent. Like I can see tears in his eyes. Well, and I'm like, 
dude, what is happening? Please talk to me. (laughs) I'm an emotional person. So like, if I'm like, I'm going to show my feelings kind of thing. And I knew that if I even said something, it was going to come out and I was going to choke up and I was going to start like tearing up more so than I was, which would have caused her to like freak out. And I obviously didn't want that. So I didn't fucking say anything (laughs) because I couldn't. And because I just didn't want her to think anything, but I'm just looking Okay, the baby's out. Great. Get him out of here. Put this fucking organ back in my wife. Like, Put this back together, like, please. At, at, this, at this point, everyone's like, do you want to see your baby? Do you want to see your baby? And I'm just like, honestly, I want to make sure that my wife doesn't die. Because if my wife dies and I've got to take care of this kid myself, like, I don't know what the fuck that's going to happen. I'm going to stay here until you guys figure your stuff out. Because, again, I didn't know that it was common for a random ass organ to be pululled out of mm-hmm. your body during a C-section. <laughs> Oh just sitting God. there at that. And then we find out afterward, it's like, oh, yeah, that's super common. Like, nobody couldn't look over at me and be like, hey, this is normal. Chill out over here. Right. But that wasn't but the scary part either. So before they had closed me up or anything, she, like, called in another doctor that had already left and was like, I need his help. Like, yeah. she was kind of, like, screaming at the top of her lungs, like, get back in here. And I'm, you know, still freaking out at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, That's what's not going something on? you ever want to hear a doctor say is like, no. I need more help. No. Well, it's, no. it's also it's a teaching hospital too. So they started with someone that was being taught. Great mm-hmm. again, Gray's Anatomy is a teaching oh, wow. hospital also. So I knew all. <laughs> about that. But then it's where it gets like, what the hell is like? They're like, yeah, get this guy out of here. We need somebody else. I'm like, okay, this is actually real because <laughs> this first year or thirty or whatever the hell it's going to be can't actually do it. And then. I don't know. Within that time frame of the the doctor, the second doctor coming in, she sent him away again, and it was all good to go. And then our doctor that performed the surgery and the doctor we had all you know beforehand, she looked over at us and she was like, "Yeah, she came around to the yeah. the like my head because they still had that sheet thing up, mm-hmm. and she was mm-hmm. like, everything's good. Uh, it didn't go as planned, but there's you know there's some things I want to talk to you guys about when we get back into your room into recovery and whatnot. And we're like, okay, oh, great." Wow what happened um so they finally like clean everything up they wheel us out they finally bring charlie over so i can see him and i think you held him didn't you like, i went the, over and looked once i room? once your organ was put back in your body i went over there and looked at him <laughs> but no, i don't i don't think i held him until you held him and that was in the recovery yeah yeah because before this kid i really didn't hold babies they're scary yeah I get yeah that. i get that yeah, so they, um, she finally came up to us in recovery, and she was like, you basically have a small pelvis. Charlie was stuck, and we had to basically shimmy him back up in order for him to come out properly for the C-section. And oh. her recommendation is that we should do a C-section every time, because it'll happen that way again. Yep. They wow, are- so they had... I was going to say, they kind of already say that, right? After you have a C-section, like right. that you can have enough, you can try and have a natural birth next time, but it's recommended you have another C-section. Yeah. Yep. So, so they had to kind of get Charlie back up and then do it. Correct. Like, they yeah, like he was like, in. he was stuck in my pelvis from what she said. So they were basically trying to like, they were shaking me and I could feel it. But they mm-hmm. were bas- they were essentially shimmying him up yeah. back, like to into my like abdomen a little bit more to actually try and pull him out. Right. It's crazy, like how they're able to to. I'm just probably gonna say that, say this the wrong way, but how they're able to like bend and push and poke and prod these 
little newborns just to get them where mm-hmm. they need to go. And it's like, it's just normal business for them. That shocked me too. Right. Uh, when they, when they pulled Ben out uh, for lack of a better term, lack of a better term, when they pulled Ben out, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, it, to me, as a dad watching my newborn son, I was like, he's like starting a lawnmower pulling it out. He's, he obviously wasn't, but it was uh, terrifying. Yeah. So, Jordan, what was it like for you, I mean, laying on the table? You know, you said you thought maybe it was like 45 minutes. Was it like, I mean, just what, like, you probably, could you move because you seemed like you were strapped down and then you're numb? What was that like? Everything was strapped down. I was like, I was still shaking and they're like, try to calm down, like try to like calm your breathing. And I was, I felt cold, but like the, again, my arms were just, they were warm. Like every Mm -hmm. part of me that I could feel was like comfortable, content, like just not cold, but I was shivering. If I compare it to like a feeling like the flu, like when you're, you're cold, but you're sweaty cold and you're like Mm -hmm. just shaking uncontrollably. That's how she kind of looked. Like my teeth were chattering and I couldn't like say anything because I was just like shaking constantly. Right. But um, other than that, like it was the it was weird to kind of like they were like, OK, we're going to prep you for the numbing. And I was just like, OK, like anticipating that happening and just out of nowhere, I couldn't feel my body like I felt weightless. And wow. then they actually had to lift me from that bed into another bed and they had to come into the room in recovery and actually make sure that I had like you know that my all of my limbs come back to full <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know I can actually I can actually feel them and move them and that was that was nuts hmm. but so what was so, that reco- what was that recovery like I I know it's different for for everybody but like so Katie and I because we gave birth during covid we were only there for about 24 hours we in and out um, and then they sent us home and, uh, everything was, was normal. So I just, I'm curious on, on like, how long do they make you stay? Uh, how long did it take for you to be able to like do kind of things normally again? Um, they put on like these cuffs around my legs to keep blood flow like going. I think they do that for everybody, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Um. They like kept doing, um, blood work on me to make sure like there were no infections inside from the surgery. They, um, I had full like rain as far as like eating things afterwards. So that was nice, but I wasn't allowed to get out of bed myself. I had to like, people had to like come in and help me or Josh would have to like, let me maneuver myself to the bathroom. Um, we were there for a total of two days after, um, by the time we got into an actual room, like the recovery room, I think it was like seven o'clock. We had visitation for maybe track of time. I have no idea. Yeah. We had visitation yeah. for like maybe an hour. And like the crazy part too, is we didn't have any of our family there. We wanted it to just be the two of us, which, uh, crazy that it happened that way, but also like a good thing, I think, because mm-hmm. everybody probably would have been freaking out. <laughs> I would not have wanted my mom mm-hmm. there the whole, whole time during the labor. No. My dad right. would have been in tears the entire time. Yeah, you guys are so stressed out and worried. You don't want, you know, you don't need to think about other people being stressed out no. and worried. Yeah. Yeah, so like that was the birth plan all along, just the two of us doing our thing, like kind of just calling them up to say, you know, we didn't want to pick and choose who would be have to be <coughs> in the room with us either. Like we have mm-hmm. some important people, like we just didn't want to didn't want to deal with it. So Right. We called them when we were in the actual room and they had like an hour to come and visit him. And then we had some visitors like that following day to come and see him like grandparents. Uh, I think my mom came that day. Mm-hmm. And were we there two full siblings. nights with him? Yes. 
Yep. Then, well, the night that we delivered him, and right, then right, right. yeah, one one after that. So when you got the you know final okay to to get out of the hospital, everything was good. Everything checked out. He pooped, got a bath, and all that stuff. Um, what was it like for you? And and you too, Josh, when when you guys got home finally, like, you know, everything's good. You guys are finally heading home. The car ride sucked. <laughs> I swear this kid like hit every single pothole possible. I was like, Can you try and not hit them, please? <laughs> my insides are still moving around. That's not my fault. Twenty three <laughs> literally literally is just speed bumps all on the highway. <laughs> No, uh, we got home and it was good. It was I, honestly, um, I, it's a blur. If if I, if we had to have another kid right now, and we had a newborn, I think it would be this like I it'd be the same as having the first newborn. I'd have to like mm-hmm. relearn everything all over again. <laughs> right, it's just gone by so fast. Like I don't I don't remember the first day, the week. Jules mm-hmm. was super excited to see us. She hadn't seen yeah any of us, like Josh or myself, in a couple of days. So then we walked in with this human, and she was just like. Oh my gosh, you guys are here! Like, yay! And for those that don't know, Jules is our puppy. She's a <laughs> a crazy, rambunctious two-year-old German Shepherd, and oh, wow. uh, yeah. So she was like, "Yeah, you're home, but like, what is this thing, and why is he crying?" Kind of thing. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> but getting used to everything was a little crazy. Like, I think we had just a bunch of stuff of Charlie's just like scattered in every single room. Mm-hmm. Like, think... people wanted to come over and we were like just give us a couple days like we don't even <laughs> we don't know what we're doing yet like... I mean like I, I think the best thing that he was able to do for us was let us sleep like he got on a really good sleep schedule mm-hmm. right away and it I mean Joe always joked about it like how great he well, wasn't joke, like, our baby's great but he's, he's the perfect the baby yeah. he literally slept through the night from the the second night that we brought him here, like brought him home to probably just like a couple months ago when he started teething. And for anybody listening that's saying to themselves, why aren't you supposed to wake your baby up to feed? No, fuck that. Let that baby sleep. You get to sleep. <laughs> He'll wake up when he's hungry. You feed him that. Yeah. Our doctor literally told us, she's like, don't, if he's asleep, don't wake him up. Just yeah. let him sleep. He's putting on weight and he's definitely eating enough food. So if he's not, if he's sleeping, let him sleep. I yeah. guess if your baby has like a weight problem and your doctor tells you otherwise, don't wake your baby up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm my so baby jealous. was too small. You don't have that problem that. anymore, do you, Joe? <laughs> no, my baby's chonky. <laughs> <laughs> our second um, appointment, though, our that day after appointment, we felt like shitty parents because we both like left his diaper bag. So they were like, oh, they no. do the diaper check, they do his temperature or whatever, and took his diaper off, yeah. and we're just like. Well, shit, we don't have a diaper. We don't have any wipes. We left oh, the whole no. diaper. Oh, no. I'm sure that happens to a ton of newborn parents. <laughs> They're like, it's okay. We have stuff for you. We're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So how long was your actual, like, physical recovery process, Jordan? You know, what was that like? How was uh, your body kind of feeling? It was intense. So like the I wasn't taking any of like the heavy narcotics that they give you. It was more just like Tylenol or like Motrin. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you like a like a stool softener so you can actually try and go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I was taking like a vitamin supplement for iron because um, right. I had they they said I had like anemia or something like with mm. 
like the blood loss or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, I had to wear like a, like a tight corset looking thing. It kind of just like held my stomach together just from like, I guess being cut open. They kind of just like, remember they completely took an organ out and (laughs) set it on your chest. (laughs) Like it was normal. (laughs) So yeah, I had to wear that for a while. Um, sometimes like there's like with trying to pick him up and maneuver him and you know breastfeeding at that same time it was like this is the only thing that can like guard my stomach from him like rubbing anything right um so that was interesting but took some getting used to epidural spot on your back still hurts oh yeah like where i had my epidural like there's times where if i like bend or like turn my back a certain way i can feel the exact spot in my spine Oof. Mm. yeah that so that kind of sucks, but Katie says that the, too. Actually, she says sometimes she can feel it. It's weird. It's so weird. Hmm. Um, it's strange. Yeah, I don't like that. But um, I mean, recovery, I guess, wasn't too bad. I was icing, um, wearing a heat pack if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, how long did it take before you were like fully healed, or at least healed up? Um, I'd say like comfortably, like without having to wear like that corset type thing. Um, probably like almost month three, like two months. Oh, wow. Ish. Yeah. Like it just, you just didn't feel normal. Like you, you know, mm-hmm. everything was still kind of like moving back to its spot. Like you felt super bloated some days. Um, my stitches were healing. Uh, like my stomach was tender in certain spots. Like if I was showering and like I had to like, like if I bumped my stomach or something like that was weird, but Ooh. yeah, it just took some getting used to. There's definitely like a, like a learning curve that comes with mm-hmm. C-sections and it wasn't like your normal C-section either. They didn't cut me horizontally. horizontally. They, did they did it vertically. Cause you oh. have your other scar. Yeah. Ugh. Which turns out probably is a bad idea because now she had extra scar tissue. And I mean, any surgery you have, you're going to have scar tissue. So, well, right. Well, that's a whole thing that we're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Just it just adds on, right? Yeah. Your, really your poor abdomen. I know. Um. So so Josh, Jordan, and I, we come from a huge family, right? Yes. We have babies all over the place, like at least three a year. Um. That are like the same age, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, what was it like for you now? I mean, when we had Cora, I kind of like forced you to hold her and like hang out with her. Um, I will grab what... any baby in the area if you want me to. <laughs> yeah. Give me that baby. Yeah. Uh, so, wh- what was that learning process like? Uh, I mean, you just. I think. I think I, I'm glad that I waited to really like hold a baby and do all that stuff until it was my own. Just, mm-hmm. I think it was just a little more special that way. Um, but I, I think looking back at it, like I think I was just being a little bitch, honestly. <laughs> like, it's not hard. I mean, I do think it helped that I came from a family of babies because I was right. like, hey, you know, watch yeah. what you're doing with this, or like hold your hold his head this way, or. You know, try and swaddle. He was the like the best swaddler. Like he, I don't yeah. think he really? got enough credit for that. Like I could never figure it out. And Josh was like, "Well, hold on, let me just wrap up this baby." Yeah, I well, mean, we just I- <laughs> see all these doctors start pulling and prodding at him. I mean, it's you, you can see that. Just you know, force him to where you want him to go. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, and they mentioned that to us. Like uh, 
I, some advice I got was like, yeah, don't be afraid to like put their arm into a onesie because it's not uh it's not an intuitive thing, but babies are super resilient. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like don't don't they not have kneecaps in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. I it's didn't, weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, your baby doesn't have kneecaps, Jared. <laughs> I hate it. Jared, have you seen... Don't tell him. You're going to traumatize this poor man. I'm going to have to tell him. Now that I know it, I'm going to have to sit him down and explain it to him. Like, listen, kid. uh, (laughs) uh, Have you guys ever looked up baby... uh, It's it's an x-ray of a baby's head. See how many teeth are in there. Oh, yeah. That's traumatizing. So, Jared, when your baby is just not having a good day, just (laughs) go and look up an image of of a baby's skull like an x-ray and you'll see how many teeth they have. And then you won't have a good day anymore because <laughs> you're feeling so much pain for your little baby. Uh, there are so, there's like a hundred teeth in there. Yeah. It's crazy. Ugh. They're just hanging out in your, in their face, just waiting to come out. That's so weird. It's so weird to think about. Like they don't grow them. They just have them already. Yeah. Gross. They have yeah, I agree. Big gross. <laughs> Big gross. <laughs> So, after all of your crazy experience, you now have the most perfect baby boy, Charlie. It's not is... even fair how cute he is. I'm going to be honest. It's not even <laughs> fair. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. He's so cute. He's he's hysterical. Like, he's just so happy all the time. Last time we hung out, I think he only cried once. And then Josh picked him up, and then he fell asleep within, like, 12 seconds. <laughs> what? He's I feel great. like he knows when people are near too, because like there's times where he like we're fighting an alligator to try and put a onesie on, or you know even just trying to get him to lay down. But when people are here, he's just like, oh, let me just fall asleep in your yeah, arms so and look like the sweetest angel. That's I mean, ridiculous. I mean, he's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I but. don't think he's a bad baby, and I honestly like I don't think we could have handled a bad baby because there are nights when like. If I don't get enough sleep, I am cranky. And if, <laughs> if we had a baby that was, what do they call it? Like uh, colic colicky baby. baby? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I well, think... they say that if your first one's super good, then your second one's probably going to be a, a little troublesome. Mm-hmm. So. Here's the hoping that's the other way around because this first kid is a pain. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if first kid's a pain, your second one's going to be great. That's I'm hoping so. I hope Ben comes back to listen to this in 18 years and realizes how much of a pain he was to his parents. Um, so before we kind of wrap up and end it down here, is there anything um, that you two, like, you experienced that you never thought that you would go through? Or is there anything that you would tell somebody going through, you know, this, this situation that you went through? You can go first if you want. I don't really have anything. I would say from like a mother pregnant woman perspective, like just trust your gut. Like I had a feeling that something was going on because again, my water didn't break, but I had been seeing like tiny little spots of like liquid, Mm -hmm. but there was no discoloration. Like they say, there was nothing alarming about it. Like, you know, I just thought like, okay, like my body's clearly just prepping for things to happen. Um, and the, you know, that's when we finally, like, I actually went to had contractions and all that good stuff. And we went in and the midwife wanted to send us home. Like, she was, like, convinced, like, oh, everything's okay. Your scan, you know, there's no, like, water in your quadrants or anything. But 
this isn't like fluid. Like it's not testing that it's your baby's liquid or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why in the beginning we had said she kind of sucked because she just didn't. It was like she just didn't care to fully do a proper examination. She, she was trying to fix, fix their technology stuff. She sucks. So <laughs> I would just say, like, trust your gut. What you're feeling is real. And just make sure you, like, vouch for yourself or even just, like, tell your husband to do it. Because I think that was another thing was people would come in and try to say one thing to us. And then it was like, no, I, I you know, we don't want this. Or they kept trying to push... um one of the doctors was trying to push uh, like drugs on to me at one point. What else would there have been other than that? I don't know. They said I could have taken something else. And I was like, hmm. if this person comes in here and asks me that one more time, I swear I'm going to like throw something at them. I, don't remember. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember that. that was. Just, yeah. Right. Just make sure your, your partner, your spouse, whoever it is, is your, is preaching, you know, yeah. sticking up for you because that's, it's going to go a long way. I'll say this. If, if anyone is going to have a child without an epidural, more power to you. Fuck that. that was, <laughs> I know. It. Just watching you go through what you went through. like well, He also dropped very fast. Well, I mean, but as normal. soon as you needed the epidural, I don't, I don't think I could witness more pain like ever. Right. Mm-hmm. It was very sudden. And mo- some women don't feel like that, though. So it's- mm-hmm. if, if anyone feels <laughs> half of that and doesn't get an epidural, they're that's incredible yeah don't be intimidated by that i guess that's another thing too like some people are like shit on getting an epidural like you do you do what's comfortable it's again the doctors do this every single day like you can ask questions get in you know be informed about the decisions you're making but don't ever let anybody pressure you one way or another that was the other cool thing too like when the first nurse the second nurse was okay the first and our third nurse was like kind of by our side the whole time and Unless we were sleeping, we were pretty much just talking and asking a ton of questions and trying to learn about everything and probably over talking, but it was just a good way to like get our heads out of what was actually happening. Well, I mean, you were there but, for three days and nobody could blame you for <laughs> Right. Yeah. We were best at that point. It, I don't know if it was three days before he actually came out. I might have misspoke there. It was a long ass time. Yeah. Right. It was at least a day and a half. That's oh, crazy. Jeez, it, Louise. It was, it was rough. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that everything went well. Like yeah. I said, you have the perfect boy. Uh, Charlie's great. Now we just need this COVID thing to disappear, and the three of us can all get together and show our babies off. Yes. Yes. I agree. That needs to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would like to meet Jared's face in person. It's a good face. It's, it's, it looks like a good it's, face. It's a pretty good face. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to be humble about it. It's a pretty good face. My wife likes it. <laughs> you got it. Want it. That's right. Well, like thanks we so much for coming on, guys. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Thanks so much for coming on, guys. I, I, we really appreciate yeah. you coming on and telling your story again. You know, Joe and I have kind of gone through ours, and we know how tough it can be to to walk through something as personal as this. So I, I really appreciate you guys sharing your story with the world. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. It's fun to reminisce. Yeah. Again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we really, really appreciate all the support we've got. Jordan, Josh, thank you both so much for coming on. Uh, thankfully, you guys are also both very funny and can make a pretty serious situation lighthearted. We do our best. <laughs> Thanks for, for going through your journey. It, it, it was quite a journey to 
uh, imagine from my point of view. Jared, I don't know how you felt about it. Oh, I'm sweating. My my hands are sweating here. So, if you guys haven't yet, please make sure you guys follow us on our social media sites. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Big Dead Energy Pod, and then we're also on Facebook. Just look up for Big Dead Energy. And if you guys have any stories or anything you want to tell, uh, we have an email. It's Big Dead Energy Pod at Gmail dot com. Reach out to us there. Let us know what stories you have. If you guys like the pod, if you don't like the pod, and if you haven't yet, please rate and subscribe on wherever you get your. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, always click your tongs twice before using them.